This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, What are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to At The Bar. Jane here, and I hope, uh, as always, our time together today helps educate, encourage, or empower you in your dance studio owner journey. Today's podcast is brought to you by my Plan With Purpose workshop, which is a live training I'm hosting on December the 14th. I will be talking about why you should have a strategic plan and why you should have a 90-day plan. It's how we're going to bring that magnificent vision that you created in November to life. It's also a really powerful tool to get your team on task and on purpose as well. So join me for Plan With Purpose, grab your seat, head to the bio in my Instagram profile at Dance Studio Success or follow the links in my free Facebook group, which you'll find at The Collective for Dance Studio Owners. Today, we are talking about planning. So if you're not a planner, tune out. But (laughs) obviously, I'm joking. Um, If you're not a planner, can I try and convince you that maybe it might be fun to stick with me? Today, I'm talking about strategic plans, which sounds very grown up, doesn't it? But really, it just means a a big plan. (laughs) In episode four, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about why you should have a vision story or a vision statement. Uh, And then a number of dance studio owners and I spent some time together creating one. Now, that is great, um, but a lot of companies, a lot of organisations will spend quite a lot of time and quite a lot of money on creating a vision and then it kind of goes in, you know, I don't know, somewhere in a folder or somewhere on the computer and it doesn't really get looked at again. Now, little asterisks here. The same can be said for for strategic plans. So, um, you know, the best the best um, plans or the best visions are the ones that you use. You know, if <laughs> it's no good writing these things if you're then not going to use them. And that's where a lot of us, me included, my hand is up here, we fall down, you know, because we are little firecrackers. We get really excited. Hands up if you can resonate. You get really excited and then you might fizzle out because something new has come along. And while that can get some results, it's not going to get as um, 
good or sustainable results as having a long-term plan, having a long-term vision. So we talked, like I said, in episode four about a vision statement. And I, I wrote mine along with the dance studio owners that I was coaching and it uncovered a whole lot of stuff that I didn't even know was there. I was feeling pretty burnt out like the rest of the world and, uh, you know, lost my way a little bit and maybe questioning my why. But I took myself out for a date, um, got some, some, you know, <laughs> took myself out for lunch, basically. I have to say, just <laughs> I felt like a little bit of a loser sitting and having lunch by myself. And I don't know why, like, because people were looking at me like, oh, is she waiting for someone? Like even just going into the restaurant and saying, oh, table for one. <laughs> I also wanted to say, I do have friends. I just don't want to be with them right now. <laughs> and then, oh, it gets better. And then I got my like little notepad and my pen out and it looked like, like then they started to look all suspicious. I did get really good service. So I, I was wondering if maybe they thought I was reviewing them. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't. I was having a really nice lunch by myself, um, writing my vision. And yeah, what it uncovered was a whole lot of things that I didn't really know were there. And, and it really did inspire me again. But I'm going to need other people to help me with this. This vision, as always, is bigger than just me. And this is where it gets tricky because I know a lot of people um, struggle with delegating and sometimes, oh, look, I, again, me too, this is not therapy with Jane, but yes, I, I can be very good at delegating and I can also be very bad at it because sometimes you're like, oh, I'll just do it because by the time I tell people what to do, I could have done it myself. But that's kind of the lowest level of delegation. So with a strategic plan, I am telling people um, like where we want to go and the objectives that we need to meet to get there. But I'm actually not telling them like what, like how to do it. I'm telling them, I guess, what to do, but not, not you know, in this dot point on, oh, then you do this and then you do that and then I need you to do this. That's pretty low-level leadership. Um, and there is a place for that. Like sometimes you just really do need that um, kind of dot-pointed, follow this procedure leadership. So I'm not dissing that. But for long-term visions and, and for strategic plans to really work, what you can do is you're putting these objectives either as a team or yourself and you're going, these are the things we need to be able to tick off if we're going to reach that big vision. Then some of this I'm going to give over to you, my, my um, studio manager or my customer relationships manager or my dance step manager or whatever it is. Some of these objectives I'm going to give over to you. Now you are responsible and accountable for them. And we can work together to um, look, you know, mind map and look at what those steps need to be for you to achieve this objective. We can work together, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drill down and tell you exactly how. So a strategic plan can be really helpful if your vision does involve your whole team and you need a number of people working on it. And to be honest, you could even have a strategic plan for things like performances. So even if you are a solo um, preneur, you know, a dance studio owner wearing all the hats, at performance time you're not, you're, you're managing volunteers, you're managing 
production crew that you hire with the um, theatre most likely. So the same kind of planning will really help you delegate at those high um, high stakes times, those busy but wonderful times. Now, I want to go back a little bit because when I was talking about creating a vision, and certainly in my Reimagine Your Vision workshop, um, which you can still get, by the way, there is a link in bio. I had a number of people that missed the cutoff to attend live or receive the recording. So I've just set it up that you can just buy that workshop. I should have mentioned that before. How remiss of me. So um, yes, if if you would like to reimagine your vision for 2022, it's actually not too late. It's never too late to reimagine. Um, head to the bio in my Instagram, which is at Dance Studio Success, and click that and you can be on your way and then send me, you know, any questions if you need. Um, now, in that workshop, I talked about, you know, if you've got a team and you've got this idea in your head of where you want to go, but you don't have a vision, then, you know, they're not, they don't have a map and the vision should act like a map. But I've been thinking about that a little bit more and I was wrong. <laughs> Um, just this once, I was wrong. And actually, the vision is like a tourist brochure. You know, it's like um, when you go into the the um, tourism office or whatever and you're like, oh, I want to go somewhere, and they're like, yep, here, have a look at this, and doesn't that look great? And you're like, yes, I want to go there. That looks fantastic. And the words are very compelling, you know, come to this wonderful place because you're going to have the best time ever. But it doesn't very often include a map on how to get there. And so that's where your strategic plan really is more like a map than the vision story is. It's going to, um, and you will start, again, we started our vision with mind mapping. Um, it's a fantastic tool. I use it all of the time just to kind of spew out my thoughts on paper and I really feel better after I've done it. Um, so, you know, you start with that again and you look at the different, the, that same mind map, the same, don't need to do another one, but the same mind map that you use to create your vision and you look at all of the different areas of the business. So one of mine is our venue. Um, I'm sorry to say that once upon a time we did love our venue, but that time has passed for a number of different reasons. And um, I didn't realise how frustrated I was with, with my studio venue until I started visioning and it came up that actually I was, my three-year plan is to move, but not only move, but obviously improve, improve the facilities for my staff, improve the facilities for my students, and also increase a couple of different revenue streams because I, I know of them in advance and I'm going to make sure that the building that I either buy or lease, um, you know, has the capacity for my vision. So instead of um, kind of trying to, like, get a new building and then being like, oh, how am I going to make this work? I've reverse engineered it. And that's the beauty of thinking ahead, <laughs> isn't it? That's the beauty of thinking ahead. So if we stay with that example, um, my strategic plan objective for our venue is that within three years, um, we will have moved my studio um, either into uh, something that we've bought or that we've leased within a certain catchment area. That's the objective. Now, 
I'm going to need some help doing that. I'm obviously, there are action steps there. And so as part of the strategic plan, some of those action steps may be, first of all, seeing how much money the bank might like to give me, if any, <laughs> please, um, to see whether buying is an option um, and what that would impact, how that would impact my personal finances and whether I'm willing to risk that or not. So that would be the first thing because then I know whether I'm looking at buying or leasing or whether I'm just leasing. Another action step would be obviously to keep an eye on the market and the kind of rates, which I do anyway, but, um, you know, what you get per square metre, how much you should be paying per square metre. And uh, so that when the time is right for me to start putting in some offers, I know whether what I'm offering and my negotiations are on par, that I'm not just creating this idea in my head and then getting to the reality and going, oh, well, we can't afford that. What a dream crush that would be, right? So that's already two action steps that are going to need to take place to meet that objective. And then we, we dive a little bit deeper because we take the strategic plan that we'll go over um, generally around about a year, but you can, you can cover it off for the three years to match your vision if you want to be that organised. Um, but then we take that strategic plan that annual strategic plan and break it down into bite-sized pieces. So we just keep making this more and more manageable. It reminds me of that joke. It's not even funny, <laughs> but I'm laughing at it anyway. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's not funny. I don't think it's a joke. The more I think about it, I think it's a proverb. <laughs> anyway. Maybe I already said it in the Vision podcast. I should have re-listened. But it's like, how do you eat an elephant <laughs> one bite at a time? Right. It, I, so it's definitely not a joke because it isn't funny. You're right. But it's the idea if that you had to eat an elephant, it would be a lot and you would get indigestion. But if you just ate it one bite at a time, apparently you'd be fine. I don't think we need to talk about the elephant anymore. It was a mistake. I'm sorry I mentioned it. But do you get my drift? <laughs> Segway. Um, we then take the strategic plan um, and we put it into 90-day plans. And now the 90-day plans are your bullet points, right? Okay, so if I'm going to reach this end goal in a year, by the end of November, uh, let's maybe say December, <laughs> I might have missed that cutoff, by the end of December, then I will have contacted the bank, I would have had a meeting with my business broker, I would have had a meeting with my personal broker, and I would have found out by the end of December whether I'm going to be able to borrow millions of dollars. Um, Additionally, because I'm not wanting to do this straight away, that meeting may create a number of other little action steps. So the answer at this point in time may be no, you cannot borrow all of that money. However, if you put these steps in place between now and then, then you will be in a position to do so. And so, again, I'm, I'm looking forward a little bit like if we go back to that kind of um, tourism brochure, when you, you want to go on a really big holiday, then you want to save for it. Generally speaking, you go, I'm going to Hawaii 
or Disneyland. Well, I miss Disneyland in two years, so I'll put, you know, some money aside. So I'm making steps before I even land in um, Disneyland or Hawaii. And so these 90-day plans can then, you, it's not just you that should have one. If you've got anybody on your team that appears as going to be helping you towards moving the business, you know, to achieving that strategic plan, then they should all be writing 90-day plans too. And this is where you will reach that next level of delegation. So hear me out because it's a little bit overwhelming. I know I'm completely nerding out on this, but this working this into my company changed my world for the better. So um, I have a principal in my studio who is basically my operations manager. She she runs the, um, the operation day to day and I'm very much the creative director and the consultant. You know, I coach her in the same way I coach other dance studio owners. Um, so she has a 90-day plan. My customer relationship manager is much more than just a receptionist. She's definitely um, earns the title manager in her position. She manages the relationships between the customers. And because of that, there is a lot of things that she is responsible for that probably um, other people's if, you know, just front desk administration person or receptionist wouldn't be. And so she has a 90-day plan. And um, I'm trying to think of something that appears on her 90-day plan. Um, re-enrollment is one of them. So while I will design the re-enrollment um, process, she knows the steps that she needs to put in place and the checkpoints that she needs to put in place to make all of those plans happen. And so the strategic plan there might be that in a year, and in fact, retention did appear, appear in my vision. My vision was that we would be nine, at 90% capacity 90% of the time. All right. So I'm not, uh, I mean, I'd love to say we will be, you know, in three years, we'll be at 100% capacity 100% of the time, but we need to leave a little bit of a buffer. Otherwise, um, if you're too um, optimistic, <laughs> for want of a better word, um, in your plans, it, it does leave no time or no space for those inevitable learnings and failures. And then it can be really demotivating. It can actually do the complete opposite of what you're trying to achieve, which is to, you know, create great things and get your people to do the same. So my, my goal for retention in my vision statement is 90% capacity, 90% of the time. Now, for us to achieve that, my customer relationship manager is going to have some objectives to, to you know, make sure that that goal gets reached. And that's going to include a really good re-enrollment strategy and really good um, focus on retention. So what are the steps she's taking? Not me. What are the steps she's taking? I've given her the goal and in her 90-day plans, she's going to be addressing that goal of retention so that um, we can achieve the strategic plan, which means we can achieve the vision. And it sounds like there's a lot of layers, but it, it really is that vision is that, the dream, you know, um, the dream, what this, it's the sandy beach on the tourism brochure. It's the, it's the beautiful blue water, um, you know, and then 
the strategic plan is the map. All right, I'm going. How do I get there? What hotel should I stay in? Is there a supermarket nearby? These are the things I look at. You know, um, is there a bar? And then when we get there or um, we're going to have an itinerary, what are we doing? And that's your 90-day plan. What are we doing today? Um, And I'm not telling you exactly what to do. I'm telling you what needs to be done and you're going to tell me how to do it. Um, Now, whether you've got a team or not, I think you will really benefit from this process. Um, I do have another workshop coming up called Plan with Purpose. That's a fun name, isn't it? And I'll put that's our um, December workshop, which um, will be on Tuesday. I did have this written down, but I've lost my piece of paper. Tuesday the 14th of December, so just before we break for the year. Um, so the, in the plan with purpose, it'll run very similar to the vision workshop. I will just, it will be doing, I'll be like, this is how we do, oh, I was going to sing that, how embarrassing. This is how we do it. I promise I will try not to sing again. Um, and then I will talk you how to make a strategic plan and give you the template because sometimes, you know, you guys can do this. You actually don't need me to hold your hand doing this. But sometimes you can spend eight hours on on Googling strategic plan templates and there's so many different variations on this. You just need someone to go, hey, guess what? I'm a dance studio owner. I use a strategic plan. I've done some trial and error. This template works really well. Why don't you try it? Um, Because, yes, otherwise you can kind of go down that little rabbit warren of of templates and and start questioning which one will be better. And the same with the 90-day plan. I've got templates that I can give you that you can then just hand on over to your team and and experiment as well with yourself. Um, The best thing about plans is when you achieve them, you can celebrate them. Um, so that's what I like, you know, with a 90-day plan, you should have, be doing one small action every day that moves you one step closer to, you know, marking off these little goals. And so I have this little kind of checklist where I do mark it off and I love it. It's like a sticker chart for adults, um, which I understand does sound not that fun but don't knock it until you try it. (laughs) Anyway, so that's why you should have a strategic plan because they just keep you on track. And um, the best thing or the worst thing, I'm not sure, sometimes I'm in two minds about this, but really um, aside from the COVID years, the best thing I think about running a dance studio is that it is you know, it follows a calendar. It's very seasonal. It's actually quite predictable. And so if you do the work now, then you will be able to look at last year's 90-day plan and, and go, okay, now let's have a look at that compared to our strategic plan. I'm going to tweak a few things and then off we go again. And I'm going to use what I learned from the previous attempt and this one's going to be better. And even better than that, completely getting excited now, is that if um, you bring other people into your business, then those plans are already there. 
Um, I talk, I've got a, a number of private coaching clients and I talk to them quite often about this kind of thing. We work on strategy a lot because a lot of their goals are to release themselves from being the bottleneck in their business. Um, but the, the thing I talk about a lot is to think of um, positions rather than people because people inevitably come and go and, and that's fine. I mean, it's, it's upsetting, obviously, when you've got a really good person in a position and they leave. But if you've got some structure behind that position um, in, the, in the way of systems, in the way of strategic and 90-day plans, then that person can leave. But because the position still remains, you will get a new person in and they will be able to hit the ground running because you won't spend a year training them up and saying, oh, and then they did this. Oh, and by the way, they need. They also did this. And actually, I'm not really sure what they did in May. Um, so you'll be able, you'll have all of that work and you'll be able to sit down over an hour, hour, that was a weird way of saying hour, hour, sit down over an hour and read through their, their yearly plan, give it to your new person and go, okay, let's, let's get into this. So don't just think, don't get stuck in the now. Oh, this is a lot of work now. It is. But you can make it fun. Ideally, do it outside of the business. So ideally, you know, both if you have not done the vision workshop, then do it. Take yourself on a date like I did. Feel awkward like I did. Um, or even like go to the library. I love going to the library. I feel so smart and studious. Um, you know, and buy yourself a coffee sit in the library with all the very smart people and right away, just get out of your normal environment. And if you can do that for um, the bones of your strategic plan, that would be good too. But obviously then if you have a team, you would want to bring them in and um, be part of that. And I'll talk about how we do that in that workshop. So just to reiterate, plan with purpose. Um, I will be putting the link in the bio so that you can join me. I'd love to see you there. It will be Tuesday the 14th of December and if you can't make it live then I will send you the recording. All right, get planning guys because we're going to have the best 2022 ever, I promise. Thanks for joining me at the bar. To find out more about past episodes or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders, and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at The Bar. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 